Hi there, welcome to Create English on Ripollet Radio in September 2021. This is a 30-minute radio show I host every month and I talk about and try to teach you different things, grammar, vocabulary and some learning tips included. If you're listening to this program as a podcast and you would like to look at the notes that I've taken about the program, some summary, some notes, then you can go to my website at createenglish.com slash podcast. Create English, just like the name of the program, dot com slash podcast, and you will find the episode description there, some of the main points that we'll be doing in this program today. So what are we going to do today? Well, let's just take a look. First, we're going to uh, look at the difference between the use of the to infinitive and the ing, the gerund form of verbs. And I'm going to show you two examples to better understand two differences here. There are more differences, more uses, but this is just going to be two of them. Then we're going to do a little song and then talk about small talk, what small talk is and why it's important and then some pronunciation for the end. And then we're going to wrap up for today. So let's get started. When do we use to infinitive and when do we use the ing or the gerund form of the verb? So for instance, you say, you know, um, remember to switch off the light when you leave the room or I remember seeing this film before. So these are two different meanings and let's take a look at the differences. So here's an example with stop to do something. Let's suppose the situation is there um, this group of people who are hiking, you know, and then, you know, they get hungry and they stop to eat. They stop to have a picnic. So what do they stop? Well, they stop what they were doing. They were hiking. That is what they stop. That is what they stop doing, but that's not what they start to do, because what they start is eating. So <laughs> when you stop to do something, it's actually you stop doing what you're doing because you want to start a different thing. So they stopped to eat means that they stopped walking. You know, they were walking, they stopped and then they started to eat. So the way you can say this in a short form is they stopped to eat. And this includes the idea of they stopped doing what they were doing. They stopped walking and they started a new thing. They started to eat their sandwiches or whatever. So stop to do something expresses two things in one. Stop and start. Now let's compare this to the other ing form, like stop doing something. So the situation is different here. Suppose you are reading a book and then the phone rings and then you stop reading because you want to answer the phone. So this means that you were reading a book, you were, there was something going on, you were doing something, the phone rang and you stopped what you were doing. And the way you express this is I stopped reading because the phone rang 
or I stopped reading to answer the phone. This is quite similar to the previous situation in that there's something you're doing and then you're going to do another thing. But here the focus is on the action that you interrupt, not on the action that you are going to do in the next step. Now let's compare this to another expression, remember to do something and remember doing something. Example number one, please remember to switch off the light when you finish the meeting. This example means that you should remember that there is something you will need to do after you finish the meeting. So it actually refers to the future. Please don't forget. That's what it means. Remember to please don't forget. While if you say I remember seeing this film before, then you're actually thinking about the past. You're not thinking about the future or something you will need to do. This means that you remember something that you did in the past. Okay, I hope this helps you to clarify the meaning or the differences in the two meanings, the two uses. And you need, I mean, there are more examples, of course, and more instances when the two infinitive and the ing form mean different things. These were just two examples to help you. You're listening to Create English on Ripollet Radio with Gabor Legradi, an English language radio podcast to help you with vocabulary, pronunciation, grammar, and learning tips to improve your English. Next up is our family blog. So we're going to look at a simple song. I write English songs. You can practice along in family with your kids. So here's this one about the leaves on the tree and the changes and different things according to the four seasons. So first of all, let's just listen to the song on its own. The leaves on the tree are growing green, green, green. The leaves on the tree are growing green. The leaves on the tree are dancing in the wind. The leaves on the tree are dancing in the wind The leaves on the tree are falling down, down, down The leaves on the tree are falling Sleeping on the ground, the leaves of the tree are sleeping on the ground. The leaves on the tree are growing green. Yes, they're growing green, and yeah, so we're going to. Learn a song now. This is good for vocabulary. It's good for simple grammar points. And 
pronunciation, so... So I'm just gonna play a few chords, here's my guitar, you see? And we'll just let the uh, music fade out here and start to look at the four verses of the song and uh, and then learn a bit about it and practice along. So the first verse goes like this. The leaves on the tree are growing green, green, green. The leaves on the tree are growing green. Now, of course, this is slower now, so you can hear how the words connect and actually what words are sung. Um, so we're talking about March, April, May, depends where you live. That's when, you know, the leaves start coming out and they start to come out green, you know, they start to grow green and that's the, that's what we call spring. We're talking about the spring in the first one. So let's sing it one more time. The leaves on the tree are growing green. The leaves on the tree are growing green, green, green. The leaves on the tree are growing green. Great. So from the spring, we move on to the summer. So what happens in the summer? Well, the leaves are still green, okay? You can say that the leaves dance, right? So when the wind is blowing, the leaves are dancing. And that's what the second verse is about. It says, the leaves on the tree are dancing in the wind. So let's just sing it. The leaves on the tree are dancing the wind, the leaves on the tree are dancing in the wind. Of course, with the repetition, you need to speed up a little bit. So <laughs> there are more words to fit in. So we say the leaves on the tree are dancing in the wind. The leaves on the tree are dancing in the wind. Now from the summer we move on to autumn or fall. That's what we are in now. It's actually fall now. It's September and um, actually almost October. So we're one week away from October, which is autumn. And, um, and so what do the leaves do in autumn? Well, they start to turn yellow, different colors mixed it's really pretty. You can take wonderful photographs, you know, in, in autumn. What happens to the leaves, what happens is actually that they fall. They fall from the tree. So they fall down. And that's the third verse about. It goes like, the leaves on the tree are falling down, down, down. The leaves on the tree are falling down. Well, the leaves on the tree are falling down. This might sound a little funny. You could say that the leaves from the tree or the leaves are falling from the tree. But anyway, just, just to keep the same pattern, you know, we can still sing. The leaves on the tree 
are falling down, down, down. The leaves on the tree are falling down. That's where we are now in autumn, and the last season, the fourth one, in the row is winter. Now, what happens in winter? But there are no leaves on the trees. Uh, on those trees, which drop their leaves, and um, so what happens is the leaves are on the ground. They fall down and they just lie on the ground. So you know, just they're just sleeping. Let's just say they're sleeping, okay? So why don't we sing that in the fourth verse, like the leaves off the tree. Are sleeping on the ground. The leaves of the tree are sleeping on the ground. Now, of course, the leaves on the tree are sleeping on the ground would sound kind of funny again. Like the leaves on the tree are sleeping on the ground. So I changed it to the leaves of the tree are sleeping on the ground because. These leaves were on the tree, but they are not on the tree now. They're on the ground. So let's just say the leaves of the tree are sleeping on the ground. Okay, so we have four seasons, four different things we can sing about the leaves. First, that they are growing and they are growing green. Then that they're dancing in the wind. Now comes fall. What do the leaves do in autumn, in fall? They fall from the trees. And winter, in winter, they're just sleeping on the ground. The leaves have fallen off already, and they're just lying. They're just sleeping on the ground. Great! Here's a song you can sing along with, and learn and practice some vocabulary about the trees and the leaves. So let's just listen to the whole song now. You can also find the song on my website at doremieenglish.com. So just uh, go to doremieenglish.com. So you will find this one, and I'll be posting other songs with time as well. So here's this one: the leaves on the tree. The leaves on the tree. Are growing green, green, green. The leaves on the tree are growing green. The leaves on the tree are dancing in the wind. The leaves on the tree. Are dancing in the wind. The leaves on the tree are falling down, down, down. The leaves on the tree are falling. Sleeping on the ground, the leaves of the tree 
are sleeping on the ground. You're listening to the September edition of Create English on Ripollet Radio. It's 2021, and this is our family block with a little song. We're going to move on now with a different topic, and this is for uh, speakers who would like to improve their small talk conversation skills. Now, what are what is small talk? Small talk are these uh, moments when you speak about kind of nothing, but it's important because uh, you just run into someone in the street. Or maybe before a meeting, before you get down to the business details, you just talk about anything like sport or books or, um, you know, the latest movie you've seen. And there are certain expressions that we typically use when we do this. And we're going to do the first part today, a bit of the theory, um, but it's kind of important in order to get into more details in future uh, lessons. So... So let me explain a few things about what small talk is and why it is important how to go about it. So first of all, what is small talk? Well, it's an essential part of communication, including business. So, um, you know, you might say, hey, I mean, in small talk, you just talk about superficial things. Yeah, it's true. But <laughs> but many times, um, you know, human communication, which is not you know, a, 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 an important um, conference or a meeting or a lecture or whatever. Uh, it's just a light chat and many times. And so how do you do that? Um, well, basically, you use certain expressions that are kind of standard and frequent and repeated. And, you know, like everybody uses the same things, even the same intonation most of the time. And that's the kind of thing that you as a language learner um, cannot do right away uh, easily because because you're focused on what you are saying and not how you are saying it. Uh, so after a certain level, you know, it's it's time to get get started with this and start paying attention to how English speakers do it. And um, just imagine, I mean, if even if you work in business. Uh, there's uh, there are moments when you need just a light chat and the coffee break or between two meetings or when I don't know someone picks you up from the airport and you're not gonna get down to business right away you're going to talk about the flight or the weather or you're going to talk about something that you see on the way while driving to the office okay and it's just a way to to build more trust and to get to know your business partners as people uh, a little bit better not just as business partners so yeah it's easy it's easier said than done of course because because most of my students who come to me and say you know what I mean I need help with um, you know these empty time filler conversations when you know where we're just having a coffee at the coffee machine and and you know what what to talk about and how to do it so I always say, um, yeah, what you need to do first is pay attention to your own language. So what does this mean? It means next time, and this would be like the first step for me, uh, you know, next time you're talking to someone in your own language, 
in your own first language. Just pay attention. It can be a party, or maybe you're just walking back home from, you know, with friends, and you're talking about anything. Just pay attention how many empty expressions you and or your speaking partners use in a three, five minute light conversation. You'll be surprised. You don't pay attention to these naturally because because you use them naturally. So so at first it might be like, you know, what are you talking about? What am I supposed to listen now for? Now let me give you some examples. You're what I mean here are words like um yeah, right. Oh, really? Is it uh, do you did you? Now these would be the English ones, okay? But in your language um like in Spanish, I don't know, I could give you some examples like um I see or en plan esto en plan aquello or um or maybe uh, sabes qué pasa or sí sí claro or hablas en serio anyway there are m- many expressions that we use day day by day you know in these conversations just pay attention and this would be like the first step for you to get started on the way towards building these elements into your English conversation in English of course but first. I recommend that you understand how important these are in any language, but of course, the easiest one is your own first language that you speak. So just pay attention to that first. In future lessons or future programs, uh, we're going to look at some concrete expressions built into mini conversations in the program. But for now, it's just the theory. Now, you might ask yourself like, oh, Okay, come on, these expressions are so easy. Why do I need to practice them at all? And why don't they just come easily? And it's it's what I just, just said. It's, it's basically because as a language learner, you are more focused on what you are saying, the content, and you want to transmit the information. You want to be, you know, you, you need vocabulary, you know, you know, you need to pay attention to grammar, pronunciations, all all that comes together and it just takes a lot of attention. It requires on your side, on your part, uh, to pay a lot of attention. And then these filler expressions are kind of like set aside. Like, okay, you can get by if you don't use them. It's just you will sound less conversational, (laughs) you know, and more kind of technical and you know just less fluent after all because these filler expressions just actually add to the fluency of the speech so these filler materials filler expressions just help you to mm-hmm. they give you time to get the next idea you know rolling and so when you don't have a clear idea what you want to say you just stop or you can just use expressions like well uh, I'm not sure let me think so with these expressions you're filling that time that otherwise would be just silence so as I said these expressions are not complicated they're not spectacular but they're really important and I mean and if you use them on their own they're actually meaningless like if you just say really 
okay, what does that mean? <laughs> it can refer to anything. Or, you know, you know what? I mean, you know, or just the, the expression I mean. <laughs> you know, I use it a lot. And um, it, it, it's just to give you time to fill that space which you need to just to get your thoughts together, maybe, and to know what you want to say in the next step. Um, now, this is not all of it. There's more to small talk, okay? But this was like kind of the theory and one of the kinds of expressions that I used. These are not the only expressions and these are not the only... Um, this is not the only technique that you use for better fluency and a more conversational and friendlier style. But this would be like the beginning. So, step one, just watch and listen how you communicate in your own language and how you and the other people around you use these or similar expressions in your own language. All right, we'll continue from here with this topic in another program with more examples and other aspects of small talk. Okay, now in the remaining time, I'd like to do a bit of a pronunciation, I think. So let's just um, look at some words that... Um, Maybe not clear why and how they are pronounced, and just um, let's just do some work there. Of course, the pronunciation um, practice here is mostly based on what I hear from Spanish-speaking students of mine. Mm, they can work for anyone, of course, but uh, but not everybody confuses the same things. So I'm talking about. Like from a Spanish speaker's point of view, these words are sometimes confused. Okay, here we go. The first one is largest, like the biggest, largest. Sometimes students say largest, g, so they don't, they're not sure if this is a g or a j. Now, in this case, it's supposed to be pronounced as j, the largest. And the reason is because the word large in itself is pronounced as large. So, largest is just the superlative form. Okay, so you don't change that. Large, largest. Actually, the largest, if it's the superlative form. The next word is target. Target. Um, some of my students, actually quite a few, say target. Target. And that's probably because in Catalan, tarjeta means tarjeta in Spanish, okay, so it's, uh, you know, I mean, they confuse the two words, the, the, they're completely different things, like target and tarjeta or, or tarjeta are two different things, because uh, what they mean is a card, so tarjeta in Spanish or tarjeta in Catalan mean card, while target in English means a different thing, it means el objetivo, right? But because the word target reminds Catalan speakers of tarjeta, they tend to say target, but it's target, or target, okay? So, g, just like in get, target. Uh, right, next one, anger, anger, like the emotion, when someone is angry, what they feel is anger. That's again, g. However, angel, angel, is pronounced with j. And you could say like why? A-N-G-E-R is pronounced as anger. 
and A-N-G-E-L is pronounced as J-Angel. Well, I just, I think it's just, the easiest thing is to learn the words they are pronounced, the way they are pronounced, and that's, and then move on, you know. Uh, I've given tips on how to do that in other programs. Basically, when you learn vocabulary, I recommend learning not just isolated words, unless you really want to clarify something, maybe some pronunciation issue, but uh, otherwise, you could learn words in context with other words together. So you're learning like phrases or expressions, not just isolated words. Anyway, that's what we've had time for today. What did we do today? Well, we talked about uh, the difference between two infinitive and the um, ing gerund form. Then we did a song for um, early learners, families who want to practice. And then we talked about small talk. Today, the theory part. Next time, we can look at more concrete examples. And then at the end, just did some pronunciation practice quick of some words that are confused by some students. In my experience, Spanish and Catalan speakers. If you want to check my notes about the program, then you can go to my website at createenglish.com slash podcast and you will find the summary of the program. I'll also put the links down in the program here below if you're listening through the website of the radio. And uh, for the song, you can just go to doraimienglish.com and you will find it there. Thanks for listening. Take care, have fun, and talk to you next time. <laughs>